to another episode of the Drunk Bond Podcast with your host, Peter Frank. Uh, no, not Peter Frank. <laughs> James Singersmythe. Bad start. But yes, we are back. And today we'll be discussing Creed 2. Sinjin Smythe! Thought you were a fucking James Bond podcast. How many goddamn Rocky movies we gotta do? Well, we're almost done. It's the last one. Well, that's what they said in 1982 with Rocky 3. It's the last one. Promise. It's not. It's not your corporate overlords making you do this, is it? No. They wouldn't do that. Speaking of my corporate overlords, the last of the Action Heroes podcast network. Um, go check it out. You know, they're on Spotify. They're on they're on everything that... You know, Google it. You have, the, you have the Google machine, don't you? They're on something called Discord. I don't know what Discord is. I don't know how to spell Discord. I don't know what that means. They told me something about Discord, and I just closed the app and just said, you know what, uh, I'm just going to pretend I never heard that. And I still don't know what it is, but I'm sure it's wonderful. Uh, but they're on Discord, apparently, whatever the fuck that is. I can't keep up, you know? It's too many things. So, here's the thing with Bond. I'm, I'm on a little Bond break right now. Because I was basically, I said, I'm going to wait till I'm a year out to, of no time to die, and then I'm going to marathon. And then I marathoned for about eight months, and then it got delayed. So I was like, well, let me hold off for a while, and I'll start up again. And then it got delayed. And let me hold off for a while, and let me start up again. And I did that like six times in a row. So it turned out, from it went from one year to three years of just marathoning Bond movies. So no, I don't really feel like dissecting the movies right now. But I will soon. So, in the meantime, I'll finish off Rocky. I got Living Daylights in the can. Probably do from Russia with Love. And I got No Time to Die coming out this Christmas to a DVD near you. So yeah, today we're doing Creed 2. Uh, today I'm drinking bourbon on the Rockies. That's right, I'm drinking straight bourbon. It's in the middle of the day. And it's uh, it's stout. Oh, oh, oh my... All right, that's going to be, okay, that's going to be tough to get through. But God damn it, I made a commitment. Um, so yeah, Creed 2. Dude, when they announced this, I was like, what the fuck? Honest to God. You, I feel like you got away with a crime with Creed. Like, don't go back to the scene of the crime. Don't push it. You can't do better than what we just did. And then when I heard Sly was coming back, I'm like, God damn it. Like, he ended it so well with Creed. He got nominated for an Oscar, should have won. Why are we doing another one? And then when they came out with the storyline, Apollo's son is going to fight Drago's son. I was like, oh my, this is terrible. This is bad. And spoiler alert, I was wrong about everything. It wasn't. Uh, but you can understand why I'd be a little skeptical. Like, oh, geez, really? You're going to fight Drago's son? Uh, seems kind of hacky, you know? But we'll see if it's hacky or not. So, Creed 2, get started. This bourbon on the rocks is brutal, but I'm drinking it in a very festive cocktail glass, so it's at least cheering me up a little bit. And I can't remember the name of the oh, of the uh, bourbon. It was a wedding gift, so it's a good bourbon. So you can imagine how poorly I'd be doing with a bad bourbon if this is my reaction to a really good bourbon. Anyway, um, we got to the Drago's house in the Ukraine. Punches his son awake. That's not nice. That's no way to wake up every morning. And it looks like his Drago's post-career living quarters. Looks about the same as Rocky's. Um, so Drago's son's a fighter, and Drago's training him. And this dude is just fucking massive. And they go to this fight. Uh, some promoter, I'm assuming this George Washington Duke's kid, uh, walks in to watch, and Drago Jr. just fucking destroys this guy. I tell you, uh, Adonis' first fight in Mexico, I told you I wanted to hang out there. That just looks like a fun time. I'll, I'll take some uh, tequila shots. You know, there's mariachi music playing. It's, it's a good time. 
this fight, I don't want, I don't want to go anywhere near this fight. It doesn't look like anyone's having fun. I mean, you, you can have my tickets. Who needs to? Okay, there's no bar in there. It looks very gray. It's depressing. I'm not going there. Okay? Add that to the list of places that Sinjin Smythe is not going in the Rocky universe. Little Marie's house. Rocky's house. That corner where everything takes place. The, the, the bar and the pet shop and all that. And this fight. I'm not going there. Can't make me. Um, so we cut to uh, the, the Creed Two title. And uh, it goes to Bianca. She's getting all fired up. This is our night. Uh, Donnie's about to fight Danny Wheeler for the heavyweight title. Um, and he's had six straight wins since pretty Ricky Conlon. And he's, uh, he's fighting to get that Stang back, bro. That Mustang. And uh, Bianca's talking to him before the fight. She's like, remember to keep your right up. And he has to like act like it's a good idea. Like good advice. It's like putting a, a kid's picture up on the refrigerator. Huh. This is really good. This is really good advice. My right hand up, huh? Okay. So you're saying, keep both hands up and not just my left? Okay. So cover my entire face during the, a, a boxing match? Huh. You hear that, Rock? We, we never thought of that. Good job, Bianca. We're going to write this down. Okay, off you go. You have to go now. Bless you. And then Rocky comes in, kind of firing him up. They're moving together. It's pretty fucking awesome. And what's with the hair? I combed it. So we go to the fight. Wheeler's being trained by Duke... Duke's son, Duke Jr., whatever. Not George Washington Duke, but Duke, Tony Duke, the trainer. And then George Washington Duke's son shows up. Hey, a lot of Dukes going on, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't write it. I didn't name the two characters the same name. Well, Sinjin Smythe, his name's not actually George Washington Duke Jr. Okay, well, it, it is for now. I don't know his name. They haven't introduced him. So, um, he knocks him out. I don't know, like in the first, like the second round, something like that. Give him my fucking Stang! <laughs> He's all fired up on his Mustang. It's really the only thing he's fighting for, not the actual belt. Uh, and after the fight, he's going to propose to Bianca. He's talking to Rocky about it. So what, what did you say? Uh, well, we were at the zoo, you know, because uh, retards like the zoo. What's that now? And I was just like tagging. I said, you wouldn't mind marrying me too much. Which was a dumb way of saying that she was my world and she made me better than I deserved to be. Like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's what you meant at the time. I'm sure she really got that from what you were saying. So he proposes to her, says all this nice stuff, but she can't hear. He closes the door on him. He's like, you didn't hear any of that? And she's like, any of what? And he's like, oh, not nothing, not nothing. I didn't say anything. I didn't, I totally, I didn't say anything. Where do you, where do you want to get dinner? And he's like, yeah, I just said, I, you know, I, I liggity love you. And they start fucking and they're engaged and now they are officially in love. Um, so let's take our first listener poll. Who had the more romantic proposal? This or Rocky? I ain't gonna leave no hair in the sink. You wanna come? I'll send you an invitation, Mr. Tiger. Does the Tarzan yell while Adrian's like, oh my god, what have I gotten myself into? So you can vote online and uh, at all locations. Um, you know, you just look it up. Look up the poll. It's it's everywhere. Um, you can't avoid it, really. And put your vote in, and I'll let you know how it turns out. Um, so that's like Victor Drago. That's his name. Uh, carrying like pallets of wood he's working at some i don't know some terrible place in ukraine and he gets another knockout this dude's a goddamn monster and uh george washington juke jr approaches them and then we cut to donnie and bianca talking about moving to la and like well, what about rocky I'm like ah fuck him and rocky's looking at his son's pictures at his house 
We got a, a rare Rocky Three Sun picture. You don't see that sun very often. I think that guy ended up being a uh, turned into a woman, didn't he? I think I read that somewhere. Eh, someone should look into that. And he goes to the cemetery, talking about his son to Adrian. He calls him Bobby. What's that all about? Is that a new name, like a rebranding? Because everyone knows of the name Robert Balboa. It's Bobby Balboa. What's what's the big idea there? Anyone have any information on that? Can anyone hear me? Um, and every time he calls Robert, he hangs up. He doesn't know what to say. He's prank calling him. Hey, uh, is your refrigerator running? Yes. Well, you better, uh, make sure it runs up the rocky steps. What? Um, so yeah, I don't really know what the big problem is with Rocky and Robert. Like, seems like they patched things up in Rocky Five and Rocky Balboa. Like, what's the what's the big issue here? I, I never really do find out what's what the problem is. And they haven't spoken, like, in several years. So I don't know. It seems like a long time. You notice how he doesn't ask Pauly's grave for advice. I don't know, Rock. Just, like, run away from all your problems. Leave it on someone else's doorstep. I don't know. That's what I did. Okay, thanks, Pauly. So the Dragos come to Philadelphia. And they go to the Rocky Steps and the statue. Which is, like, genuinely... A little spooky and like surreal. It's weird seeing them. And they go up to the top of the steps. And I'm like, I don't, there's something about this that just is, is making me uncomfortable. Get off the rocky steps. I feel like they're going to blow it up or something. And it's pretty cool. Like we never see the villains post fight, except for Apollo, I guess. That's, I wouldn't really call Apollo a villain. But like what happened to Drago? I mean, he seems, I mean, that day, his whole life was just fucked after that day. You know, Rocky's been, well, Rocky's life was kind of fucked after that fight too. But you know, Drago was fucked in a different kind of way. So it's kind of cool. Like, we're looking at a villain, like, what, what the ramifications are of losing that kind of fight. Um, and we cut to Max's, that uh, Philly cheesesteak place, driving his Mustang. The Stang's the only thing my pops left me. What? What do you mean he left? Is that in his will? In case I have a bastard son out there who's going to end up in juvie, I want him to have that Stang. I'm sad, I, I, don't, I don't know about all that. So they're chatting uh, over dinner. And on the TV, Victor Drago's challenging Creed to a fight. The, the promoter's name is a Buddy Marcel, by the way. So not George Washington Duke. I just assumed everyone is everyone's son. And he's like, this is the fight he should take unless he's afraid of history repeating itself. Just making fun of someone because their parents are dead. That's just fun, yeah? That's what these movies like to do. They really just hammer Adonis, these two movies, because his dad's dead. That just seems a little harsh. Um, we cut to Adrian's. And Drago's there, which, again, is just spooky. It's weird, and when they see each other and start chatting, just them two, it's it's weird. It's just like holy shit! Like it's these two are talking. It's just it was like a surreal kind of scene. He's like, no pictures of no pictures of me here. Like, no, there's no pictures of that. He sits at a separate table than Drago. People in this country love you. Rocky's like, yeah, that's what I thought. But uh, if you look at what happens to me on a daily basis, they kind of don't. I get more people talking shit to me and fucking with me on a regular basis than you can imagine. But you are two-time heavyweight champ. I know! That's what I thought. Thought everyone would love me. But, like, I, I come to any bars I go to, I'm walking around. I mean, people just harass me and talk shit. This has been going on since I fought Apollo the first time. I don't understand it. You're preaching to the choir, Drago. I don't get it. He's like, in Russia, no one touched Drago's name. It's like yesterday to me. Because of you, I lose everything. Respect. Wife. It's actually not a bad thing. 
probably dodged a bullet there. And he's like, my son is going to break your boy. And something about like stray dogs in the Ukraine only know how to fight. And Rocky's like, oh, okay, get the fuck out of my restaurant. Because around here, uh, we put strays away. And then his son walks in. And it's like, well, Jesus Christ, guys. Y'all going to destroy my restaurant? This is America, people. You can't just go into someone else's establishment, intimidating them, acting all spooky and mysterious, making fun of dead friends. It's time for you to leave. I'm going to call the police. We have laws here, sir. So they leave. And after uh, seeing all that, Donnie's hitting a heavy bag at the gym. Rocky goes meet him there. Rocky's like, calm down, dude. It's all right. And um, later he's like watching the, the Creed Drago fight, I guess just for funsies. Because, you know, who doesn't like watching their dad get beat to death on national TV? And it cuts to Bianca's show. And that buddy Marcel promoter approaches Donnie. He's like, sorry about the theatrics. Nothing personal. Well, I mean, it's a little personal. When you make fun of my dad's death, it just seemed a bit unnecessary. And he's like, the... You need more than just a belt now to get a legacy. Um, your dad knew that. And he's like, all right, dude, like, quit while you're ahead. And he's like, oh, self-preservation. At least you got that over your old man. Get it? Because he's dead. Uh, again, like, no one respecting anyone's ability to kick their ass in these movies. Uh, a professional fighter. Another example. What if I, What if you bumped into, like, I don't know. Let's say, like, Lennox Lewis. He's in his 50s now, huh? And I'd walk up into him and say, hey, I heard your dad died a long time ago. What a fucking loser. I heard he went out like a bitch, too. Dude, he would pop off my head like I was a uh, a little doll. I mean, that's murder, but the cops would be like, uh, well, he kind of asked for it, no? Like, what was he, what was that, what was Sinjin's my thinking? He knew the risks, case closed. You don't go up to a boxer talking that much shit. You're going to get killed. That's the guy code, all right? You don't talk shit to people who are nuts or they're bigger than you or they're a professional fighter. And when they knock you out, like, it's not just like, ow, that hurt. Nah, man, like, they know how to throw a punch. They know how to throw their weight around. Where to hit you, how to hit you. They're professionals. Anytime I'm in contact with someone that I know could, like, kill me with his bare hands in under a minute, ah, Sinji Smith gets pretty polite. You know? Oh, I'm sorry. No, excuse me. My bad. Nope. No, you're good. Oh, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, no, I'm not sitting right there. You Go ahead. But no, just walks away unscathed with some shit-eating grin on his face. It's like someone has to get their clock cleaned over here for talking this much shit, but nothing happens to him. We had a, uh, my old co-host and I, Peter Frank, we're at a bar one time, and one of our, like, kind of a casual friend, like we just kind of know him, there was some little dis- disturbance. He was talking to some girl, and this guy kind of got pissed. I guess it was his, her boyfriend. So he came up to us. He was like, hey, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, this guy seems pissed. I don't know. Like, what the fuck? Like, it was getting pretty heated. He's like, I don't know what I don't know what his problem is. So he goes back to the guy to go like talk to him, and he's a super nice dude. He's like, hey, what's what's? And before he can get anything out, the guy, you could tell like he had a shaved head, tattoos. He hit. I mean, he might have been half of our friend's size, and just knocks him in the jaw, and our friend hit the fucking deck. And me and Peter Frank at the exact same time, we just looked at it, and just looked right back at our drinks, like, nope, <laughs> I'm not getting involved in that. That's the kind of good friends we are. But that's the point. Uh, instantly, we were like, dude, that guy is a that guy's an actual fighter. You can't just drop someone like that unless you know what you're doing. Don't mess around with professional fighters. They're insane. They're psychos. Especially mixed martial artists. When you knock someone out, they're like unconscious. And then like you have to go on top of them and like 
beat their head seven more times, and the ref's like, okay, I think you won. I mean, they're insane. Don't approach these people. Leave them alone. All right? And that's Sinjin's my tip of the day for you. And by the way, I'm just going to say it. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Bianca's music. You know? That's just not for me. That's not for Sinjin Smythe. It's not my it's not my style. Does she know any Seeger? Bob Seeger? You know, if I was in the Rocky universe, I'd, I'd request some, some Seeger. Uh, you know, that's just me. I might get a mixed reaction, but I would enjoy it. So we cut to Rocky's house. Uh, where, where does he live right now? I'm still so confused. Like where he lived in Rocky Balboa, I, I, I really don't know. Is it Paulie's old house? I don't know where he's living right now. I think it's a different house. I don't know if it's the same house as Creed 1. I, I'm, I'm very confused. Does anyone have any information for me? Because I didn't look it up. Could you tell? Uh, he's by the train tracks again. He doesn't have like any money to kind of move into like a regular house in, a, in like a suburb. Or like a nice apartment. Like a nice, uh, you know, condo kind of thing. Like how much money did he get from Rocky Balboa? That was a huge fight worth millions, they said. And Rocky got paid. So wh- where's all that? Did it just go into the money pit that is Adrian's? Or what happened there? I mean, just get get a little bit better house, man. Come on. Do it for me. If you don't do it for yourself, do it for me. So, uh, Donnie's saying he wants to take the fight. And Rocky's like, why would you put everyone through this kind of shit again? This isn't for us. It's not cool. He broke things in me that's never been fixed. And when a fighter's got nothing to lose, he's dangerous. And Donnie's like, I'm dangerous. I'm... I'm dangerous? Am I... Am I dangerous? I'm getting from your reaction to me that you don't think I'm dangerous. Am I dangerous? And he thinks that Rocky doesn't think he can win. And he starts bitching at Rocky like you're in this house all alone. You haven't been making any good decisions either. What's, you know, what about you, bro? And uh, Donnie's like, I'm, I'm taking this fight with her without you. And he's like, well, it's going to have to be without me then. And Donnie's like, well, at least you ain't going to have to worry about throwing in the towel this time. And Rocky says, well, how's that supposed to make me feel? And he goes back into his shitty house and Donnie, I'm assuming, gets mugged because it's a horrible part of town. They need to start meeting at Donnie's house, not Rocky's. Let's get into a safe space. So, uh, back to his house. And Donnie's all pissed, and Bianca asks, what's wrong? He's like, Rocky. And she's like, Rocky what? And Donnie's like, Rocky 4. That movie's got me twisted. You know? And Rocky's not training me, and Bianca's like, ah, maybe he has his reasons. Uh, Maybe it's not such a bad idea. This guy's a a large fella. I mean, I know he's white, so, you know, the early advantage is for us, but... I don't know. Big fella. Weighs a lot more than you. Taller than you. I don't know. Maybe we uh, just enjoy our money for a while and just kind of fight some easy fights and retire. You know, wait for your mom to die and, and inherit our money like like normal people. <laughs> you know? Um. So just to resolve this, they just go buy a new house. And we cut to Mary Ann's. And she's like, how's Rocky? That fucking pug. You know how he is with the traveling. And plus, he uh, might be a little scared of you. I mean, the last time she saw him was at the funeral, right? I think the last thing she heard him say was, Eesh, good luck with all that. Um, And she predicts that she's pregnant, so they go take a test. Two blue lines. Maybe it's broke. Sounds like my Saturday night, eh? You know what I mean? Um, And Marianne's like, well, that Bianca's a good one. Why she agreed to marry you, I don't know. You know, you always have to say that. Like, oh, what's she doing with you? You know, just to like, because the guy apparently is always just a fucking bumbling fool. And it's like, well, I am, like, rich, and I'm heavyweight champ, and I'm, like, a very good-looking guy with incredible genes. Uh, sh- should I... Do I need to go on as to why she's with me? And tells her about the fight, and she's not happy for obvious reasons. And, uh, 
I just hope you'll be around for your child. And he's like, oh, yeah, good point. I guess Dad died around the same time as as I'm having this fight. Ah, what are the odds? And they're also kind of wondering, like, what if the baby can't hear? So they're kind of setting that up. Make 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 the audience worry a bit. Make Sinjin Smythe worry. I'm on the edge of my seat now. Um, and we cut to the uh, the Delphi, Delphi, whatever, gym. And he talks to Duke Jr. about fighting Drago. And he's like, I don't know, man. Dude's pretty fucking large. <laughs> it's a balanced breakfast over there. Meanwhile, like, Victor's training and Drago's just, like, running him over with a fucking truck. Bunch of nut jobs. And, um, so he ends up taking the fight. And, I mean, Victor is just an insane person. I mean, Donnie's training okay and all, but Victor is just spinning off the planet. And they cut to the weigh-ins. I mean, how much, what's the weight difference here? Like, 50 pounds? I mean, he is massive. He reminds me of, like, Dave Bautista. The guy from, uh, Spectre? Hinks? And at the fucking weigh-in, they're just, like, talking more shit about dead people. Dead Apollo. Ha <laughs> Remember when he died like a fucking dick? And he's like, seriously, guys? Are we still gonna, like, make fun of my dead dad? H- how much longer are we gonna do this? So we cut to the fight. And Rocky's in his restaurant, like, kneading dough in the basement. And we start the fight, round one. Uh, he lands a few and then, like, blocks one of Drago's. And he's like, oh, shit, okay. All right. Let's talk about this. <laughs> and uh, he just starts getting his ass whipped. Round two, like, I mean, dude, these shots are brutal. And Donnie's like, ow, 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 time out. Come on, guy. And knocks him down and just caves in all the ribs. At the end of round two, Drago's like, you're embarrassing us. That's why they look down on us. That's why she left us. And he should be like, you sure that wasn't because you lost to Rocky? Like, I didn't fucking do it. I've never lost. Asshole. Like, what do you want me to do? Kill him? And Drago's like, if he dies, he dies. So round three. Uh, all the ribs, you know, they just crumble. And uh, knocks him down. And then, like, punches him clubber style. Like, while he's down on the ground, he punches him. That's assault, brother. Fucking psychopath. In the theater at the time... We were drinking. We brought in some daiquiris. We've been drinking like most of the day. And my co-host, Peter Frank, uh, was real chatty in that theater. <laughs> and the whole time, I was like, dude, you got to... I was like, oh my God, you, you got to keep it down a little bit. And when they knocked him down and he was like unconscious, he just goes, Creed is down. And I was like, shh, you've got, you've got, to, you've got to stop. You got you to gotta be quiet. And he was like, what, what, do, you, what do you mean? That... Have have I been talking loud? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, man, the whole the whole theater can hear you. Like we were those people where every the whole rest of the theater is like, can y'all shut the fuck up? That was Peter Frank that movie, but he kind of got a little quiet after that. Once I finally said, uh, you you, you got to stop or I got to go move somewhere else, man. I got to go sit somewhere else. Um, so yeah, after he knocks out Creedy, I mean, even Drago is like, yeesh. That was uh, that was a little aggressive. <laughs> that was. That was pretty brutal, man. And Rocky, meanwhile, like just turns off the TV like, uh, I'm going to act like I didn't see that and just go back downstairs and knead that dough. He's just kneading it over and over. He's like, nope, nope, I didn't see that. I did not see that. Nope, that never happened. Just knead the dough and it'll all go away. So apparently he has like a cracked orbital bone. I think that's in the eye. Um, two cracked ribs, which I, there's got to be more cracked broken ribs than that. Uh, grade 3 concussion, ruptured kidney, and numerous contusions. Not contusions, doctor. You mean like bruises? Uh, 
and all will heal eventually. Okay? You know, give them seven, eight years. And Rocky visits. I guess uh, sees Bianca. I should have been there. I'm super glad I wasn't there, but I should have been there because that was that was gonna trigger some of that PTSD from last fight. So Donnie like wakes up just all fucked up. Doesn't probably doesn't even know where he is. And Victor is apparently disqualified. His trainer Duke Junior is telling him. So bottom line is you're still the champ. And he's like, I I, I did I did good. I won the match. I don't feel like a champ. Matter of fact, I don't feel good at all. I'm in a lot of pain right now. But I, I, I did it. Um, he's like, okay, I'll, I'll let you rest. Uh, if you need something, I'll be outside. Hey, hey, uh, seven straight title defenses, though. Seven straight wins. boy. We did. Good job, man. We won. So uh, Bianca and Rocky come in. And Rocky's like, okay, let's see. How do we put a positive spin on this? Uh, hey, you showed a lot of heart, huh? Woo, that heart. That was, a, I mean, you want to talk about heart. That was, a, you, a lot of heart. And Donnie's like, uh, get your goofy ass out of my room, man. I don't fucking, I don't want to talk to you. And I think this is what we refer to as rock bottom, folks. And uh, this was probably a better way to go with the Apollo Drago fight. Like, have him be this fucked up, you know? Now, granted, we wouldn't have gotten the Creed franchise, but still, we didn't have to kill him. God damn it. And he leaves the hospital and like all the press and everybody's there for like his worst moment ever. They couldn't have gone out like a back door or something. We had to go out here. And he goes back over. Marianne comes over talking to Bianca. He's like, all right, well, you, I mean, you know what I'm going to ask you? Did you did you have to did you have to wipe his ass? And she's like, oh, yeah. The first stop we made was grocery store to pick up some Cottonelle. And I wiped that ass spotless. You could you could eat off that ass if you were so inclined. And, uh, he goes through a bit of a rough patch, to say the least. Uh, he's, like, distant and disconnected, and he's rehabbing, but, like, nothing matters. He doesn't give a shit about anything anymore. Um, meanwhile, like, Drago's having a bunch of more fights. After one of them, Max Kellerman's interviewing him, like, he's like, Creed must fight me. And he's like, so, Victor, you went a little little funny in the head at the end there of the Creed fight. Any, any comment? And he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, Max, I, I kind of blacked out there. My, my dad had to tell me what happened. I, I don't even remember. You know, sometimes, sometimes my engine runs a little hot and I just, you know, I, I just, I just get mad sometimes. So, um, then they, they go to like this swanky ass dinner in Russia, you know, they got, got, got vodka and caviar and he gets like these stupid, dirty Russian boxers that nobody wants. Uh, Ludmilla comes in, his mom, Drago's ex-wife. Why don't you ask Drago's wife? Why? She is a threat and kisses her new husband. Uh, I don't know what flavor flavor, I guess it is. Uh, I'm assuming this is like her first part in like 30 years. She actually looks better than I thought she would. I think she's like only in her 50s still. During, uh, that reality show she was in, she looked like absolute shit. But she looks, she doesn't look bad now. She looks better than she did 15 years ago. And Victor's just pissed about the whole thing. And he's like, fuck this. Just walks out of the dinner. And she's like, Vom, B! And Ivan Drago like chases him. And he's like, why the fuck are we here, Dad? Like, those people sold you up the goddamn river, ran you out of town. And she left us. And he's like, I lost, but you won't. Like, this is our shot to get back into the good graces of I don't even know what. And they go back to dinner, and Victor's like, Uh, how do you say fuck this dinner in Russian? Okay, well, that then. That. Fuck this dinner. Um, so to the gym, Duke Jr. says he's got to fight someone. Uh, or the belt's going to be vacated. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll be right in. I, I forgot something. 
in the back seat. I'll be, I'll, I'm right behind you, guy. And he just drives away. And Rocky gets a letter from Marianne that Donnie still like needs him. So let's not let's not give up on all Adonis. Not quite yet. Anyway, uh, so let's cut to some of the advertisements for the week. It's a good time to stop, right? You know, he's still at rock bottom. Let's take a little break. Uh, let's see. New advertiser, I think. Lucky Seven Tavern, folks. Oh, we know it and we love it. Uh, offering the most mediocre drinks in Philly, Lucky Seven is a Philadelphia institution. Come enjoy our pool table, pinball machine, and one television set. And if you get lucky, you might catch a Street Fighter too. Located in one of the worst corners in the universe, next to the train tracks, Jane M. Fish, and Mighty Mix Jim, Lucky Seven is a great way to spend an evening. Um, it said a disclaimer, please don't talk to or make eye contact with any of the other patrons. Uh, and I, I can vouch for that. I mean, every movie, there's just horrible people there. That that drunk guy from Rocky 1, Paulie, just, you know, in general. Uh, the guy in the pieing contest. Tommy Gunn with rabies. That fucking whore from, uh, from Rocky Balboa. So, yeah, don't talk to anyone when you're there. Just stay focused on your drink. I, you know... I really can't recommend going there, though. I, you know, in all honesty, I don't want my listeners to to wind up being shot outside that tavern. And the thing is, they're not going to investigate it. That's just the risk you run going to Lucky Seven. Now, again, I already cashed the check, so they might be asking for it back. But you know, good luck with that. And they also said if, uh, if anyone has any information on who broke the freaking mirror, uh, one of their regulars is offering a large reward. So if you have any information on that. Give him a call. Um, and no listener questions this week, which I guess is an improvement since I've just been getting death threats constantly. So that's a little bit better. Uh, back to the movie. So we cut to uh, Donnie's mom's and Rocky's there. Took the train three days. Yeah, three days. I think I may three, rethink the whole plane thing because I thought I was going to be taking something like the Orient Express, you know, like butlers and fancy dinners and fun cocktails and interesting people, skylines, but... It, it, it didn't have any of that. It was just a bunch of weirdos. Not much food. I, I, I ate potato chips and ham sandwiches from the refrigerator for three days. It wasn't very luxurious. And Rocky's saying that he hasn't been making good decisions lately either. and doesn't even know his own grandson, which, again, is just baffling to me. Uh, and don't make the same mistakes I did. And Donnie's, like, scared of the expectations that come with being champ and all that shit. And, he, and Rocky's like, your natural style doesn't work with a guy that big. He's like, you're saying yours was better? He's like, hey, I won, didn't I? You ever seen Rocky IV, bro? Actually, no, I don't watch Rocky IV very often because my dad died in it. Um, So they get a call that the baby's coming. Baby's crying. They get to the hospital. It's kind of awkward with Marianne. It's probably the first time he's seen her since the funeral. Hey, you want to talk? Eh, not really. Uh, he tries calling Robert. Hangs up again. Another, another prank call. Um, So the baby comes and they test her hearing. And she can't hear for now, which just seems a little harsh. Why why'd they have to do that? Now I'm, now I'm just sad. It's a freaking baby, and now she's like, can't hear. But I, it kind of leaves it open to like, maybe she will in the future. I don't know. But they didn't have to do that to me. Uh, they got a congratulations basket from Buddy Marcel, the, the promoter. I, I assume the back of the card reads, uh, I heard she might be deaf too. Ha 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 ha. Since no one seems to care about other people's misfortune in these movies. And they go back to their house with the baby. Uh, Bianca leaves. She has to get out of the house. And baby just keeps crying. So uh, he takes her to a boxing gym. You know, as you do. As you do with most babies. And he just starts punching the shit out of the heavy bag while he's crying at the same time. And the baby's like, uh, when, uh, when is mom coming back? Just 
just give me a ballpark date because um, I'm a little terrified of my father right now. So Donnie's saying he has to fight Jago again. And uh, Buddy Marcel says it's going to be in Russia. I mean, is it on, is it on Christmas too? Are you nuts? Uh, he's like, all right, Rock, let's let's start tomorrow. 5 a.m. He's like, no, I got other plans. We go to the desert. He's like, what? And they get to the desert, and he's like, I heard this is the place where fighters go to start over, get reborn. He's like, so you've never you've never actually been here then? We're just trying this out, and you know nothing about it? So first exercise off the bat, you just, just you know, just sledgehammer to the dirt. Classic. Yeah, that's what I do at the gym every day. Hitting tires. Uh, neck curls. You gotta get a powerful neck. Why? Why do I need that? And Drago's training in a slightly more sophisticated place. You know, with like running water, sparring partners, uh, I don't know, a roof. And where Donnie's training to do this, some, some bad hombres. It's like you just shattered all your ribs. Maybe don't take 40 pound medicine balls to it. You know? Or like these huge dudes just hammering on your ribs. I, I can't recommend that. I'm not sure if that's part of the rehab process. I just hope to God he consulted his physician before attempting these exercises. Um, and Drago, I mean, he might have killed one of those sparring partners. Someone needs to check his pulse. I'm a little worried about him. And starts, like, fighting his actual dad as he's working the pads, you know? And Drago's like, okay, uh, perhaps we went a little too far with him. I think we must have crossed the wires somewhere. Because I'm starting to think you're a, a bit unstable, Victor. And Donnie keeps getting his ass whipped and all this. Like, fight the pain. Like, yeah, but I've got broken bones, Rocky. Uh, just fight it, though. Huh? He's chasing after the car and just has a heat stroke. Passes out on the asphalt. And Rocky's like, whoops. Gets up and keeps running. But, you know, his left side doesn't work anymore. Uh, knocks that big dude out of the tire. I, which, you know, maybe this big dude should fight himself. I mean, this guy's a fucking animal. So the training's over, and we get to the fight in Russia. Jago comes in. I was hoping for uh, Ivan's music, you know? Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 there, his mom. So that's something. And then Donnie comes in. Bianca's doing the walk-in music. Which is cool, but like also gives me slight douche chills. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of her music. I thought she was going to sing a Bob Seger song at this point. Like, still the same would have worked. What was wrong with that? They, they don't have any taste. And I don't think the Dragos or the Russians like her music either. I know like a hip-hop. In Russia, music play you. Uh, and Marianne's there, and poor bastard Michael Buffer has to fly all the way to Russia just to say, let's get ready to rumble in Russian. And Rocky and Drago are staring at each other, which is just great. I wish Rocky... Like, what's the, what the fucking attitude Drago keeps giving him? All that shade he keeps whipping at Rocky. I wish Rocky would just be like, hey, remember that, that time I whipped your fucking monkey ass up and down that ring? Ruin your life? Huh? Because I loved it. Uh, so the fight starts. Drago comes out hot, as most Dragos tend to do. And they start going toe-to-toe, and he's not really expecting all this. And Donnie's staying with him, trading shots. Round one goes pretty well. Round two's back and forth, but Drago starts kicking his ass, throws him to the ground at one point, and just goes to hit him again. While he's on the ground, and he's like, "Woo! Oh, sorry, everybody. I got a little hot again. What happened? I blacked out. Did I? Did I kill him?" And Drago starts dominating, uh, knocking him down a couple times. You know, through round five, and then like round six, seven, eight, Donnie starts breaking him down. It's a solid fight. And then 
Drago like holds him and just starts raping his ribs again. So they're all gone. I mean, that, that, that ain't illegal either. And then like in round 10, he just breaks all the ribs. They're all gone. Crumbled. They're in 95 pieces. How many ribs are there? Because all, all of them are gone. So he knocks Donnie down and Donnie gets up and knocks him down with the Rocky theme. It's pretty fucking awesome. And Drago's like a head on points, but Donnie keeps, you know, just waxing that ass, knocks him down again. And then uh, his mom leaves, which is just, this is horrible. Like, this is really, really sad. I hate this part. And Ivan notices it too, and Victor does. And it's just really bad. Like, it makes me really sad. And I'm not sure how I feel about, like, I don't know how I feel about, like, feeling bad for the villain. Like, I want, you know, some, there's always a loser somewhere, so, like, you kind of feel bad for him. But in these Rocky movies, like, they're so horrible. Like, Clubber and Drago and all them, they're terrible. So you don't feel bad for them at all. They got what was coming to them. With this, I'm like, well, shit, man, now I feel bad for him. Like, yeah, I want Donnie to win, but God damn it. And he keeps whipping Victor's ass, and Drago throws in the towel. And, like, I mean, Victor's crying in his dad's arms. Like, it's, I mean, like, they just failed and it's just really horrible. So yeah, I'm excited, but I'm like, shit, man. That's a bummer. And after the fight, like Rocky kind of symbolically leaves. He's like, it's your time now. And I'm I'm going, you know, super duper job. Hooray for you. So, Donnie's still champ. Hooray for him. He goes to Apollo's grave. And I think that the, the Drago's like training again. They show him running again. I don't know what that's all about. So yeah, he goes to Apollo's grave, shows him their granddaughter and all that. Uh, and meanwhile, Rocky goes to see Robert in Vancouver, I guess via train again, and meets his grandson, Logan, which is really sad and just touching and as sweet a scene as you can ever have in a Rocky movie. It's 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 really, it's it's well done. Rocky's got his little ball and he's like, is that a ball? Robert's like, ah, don't, don't carry a ball around with you. It's weird. It's odd. Don't, don't, give me that ball. Don't, don't carry that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really nice. Uh, Milo, whatever, from Rocky Balboa comes back as Rocky's son, which is nice to have a, a Rocky Balboa connection. Still no word on Little Marie or Steps. Uh, you know, I don't know what happened to them. I guess they belong to Philly now. Uh, I, I tell you what uh, I bet happened is their house caved in on them while they were in it. They're just sitting there watching TV. Little Marie's like, here's rumblings and stuff, stuff shaking. Is that an earthquake in Philly? And Steps is like, I don't know, Mom, but uh, I gotta be honest, I don't think this building's up to code. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh my god, we're all gonna die! And it's just all caving in on them. You know, they're just in the rubble. Steps is like, I on second thought, I think it's what's referred to as failed structural integrity. Or poor masonry due to shoddy workmanship. And little Marie doesn't say anything, because, you know, she doesn't say much. She's always listening and looking. Or because she's dead. Uh, no survivors there. They tried to sue the engineers, but they you know they died uh, 250 years ago. Rocky just drives up months later in his rape van. <laughs> no one bothered picking up any of the rubble. I think it looks better than it did before. And so that's where they have the funeral, just right there in the debris. They always did everything the way you wanted it. So that's how they met their their maker. Well, I bet, I bet you, if you're a long-time listener of the Rocky par- portion of this podcast, I bet right when I said, hey, you know what ha- I bet happened? You were like, oh, yeah, Sanjay Smith, what's that? This isn't going to be completely insulting to them, is it? You're not going to, like, take pleasure in the misfortune of a single mother and her minority son, are you? Ah, uh, you know, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe buy a better house next time. Uh, so anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Yeah, Rocky reunites with his son. Very nice. 
blah, blah, blah. And there's Creed 2. There's the movie. And against all odds, again, another critical and commercial success. I love this movie. Especially after watching, because I only saw it like maybe three times. And I guess I just watched it a fourth time. I hadn't seen it that, that much. This is a fantastic time, man. And dare I say, I, I might like it more than Creed 1. I mean, objectively, I guess I think Creed 1 is the better movie. But man, I had a great time with Creed 2. It's fantastic. Like, I thought Michael B. Jordan was great, better than he was in the first one, probably. Uh, Stallone was great again. He actually like, looks better in this movie. So, uh, maybe fix that botched plastic surgery he had? I don't know. Bianca's good again. The Dragos are, I think, terrific. Like, Dolph Lundgren was great in this movie. And his son is terrifying. Uh, what's his name? Big Nasty. What, what, what's that dude's name? I don't know. I didn't look that up. Again, I had so many doubts about this movie. Like, oh, God. But, dude, they did it in such a good way. Like, this is... This movie was so well done. I was wrong with Creed 1. Ended up being great. I was wrong with Creed 2. Uh, this was excellent. The fights were great. Was that last fight, like, CGI or something? Like, they, they put in the crowd later? What, what was what was going on there? Which I get. Like, you can, you can take more time and film it the right way. But, like, sometimes when he's hitting Victor... Like, it looks like Victor is CGI. Like, it looks weird. Anyone else notice that? Is that just me? Is that just the, the alcohol taking a strange effect on Sinjin Smythe? I don't know. So yeah, some of the fun facts. Uh, not too many fun facts. There was a deleted scene, or like a scene written, where Rocky and Drago actually fought. Which is so cheesy and hacky, but I really would have liked to see that. That would have been so great. Um, I kind of... I wish they just at least filmed it and we could see it. Or maybe they did, I just don't even... Um, Another fun fact, uh, Bridget Nelson and Stallone apparently uh, reignited their toward love affair during the filming of this movie. And uh, allegedly, Jennifer Stallone, Sly's wife, walked in on them mid-thrust. Uh, and they separated, and but then got back together recently. So, uh, you know, good for them. Good for them. Uh, so that's Creed 2. Uh, and I think we're going to have a Creed 3. I think they set the date at November 23rd, 2022. So, it's a year from now. Shit, man, I might, I might go to the premiere in Philly. Maybe with the rest, rest of the network. Huh? What say you? Well, we'll have a network retreat. All this money we've been making, we got to spend it on something. Take the private jet over to Philly. Let's get fucked up over there. Be a grand old time. I, I, I get all hammered over there. So, yeah. Next, I'll be doing, I'm not sure, either a Bond movie, maybe a Rocky ranking video, uh podcast i'm not really sure I don't, I don't know where we go from here i'm at a loss but you know i'll let you know soon enough okay i'll see you next time